Welcome to San Francisco Ballet's Meet the Artist podcast. In this episode, you'll hear me, Jenny Scholick, in conversation with principal dancer Jennifer Stahl following a performance of Unbound D on May 1st, 2018. Hope you enjoy. Hi, everybody. Welcome to a post-performance Meet the Artist conversation with principal dancer Jennifer Stahl. Uh, I'm... Thank you. I'm Jenny Scholick, Associate Director of Audience Engagement here at San Francisco Ballet, and thank you all for being here so kind of late at night to chat with Jen and myself. Uh, We're going to do a few questions from me, and then I'll open up the floor to some questions from all of you, as I hope you have them, because you did get to see Jen dance tonight in Dwight Roden's ballet. Let's begin at the end. It's a happy crowd. (laughs) So by way of brief introduction, I think you probably all know Jen, but she is from Southern California, trained down there, and then at the San Francisco Ballet School, was named an apprentice of the company in 2005, joined in 2006, promoted to soloist in 2013, and then to principal last year, so wrapping up her first year as a principal dancer. So... I want to start by asking, um, since we've disturbed your post-performance routine this evening, what is it normally? What, what would you normally be doing at this time of night following a Tuesday night, 7.30 p.m. performance? Yeah, uh, usually not this, but um, typically I'm just kind of winding down, going home, uh, getting a bite to eat and spending time with my husband and especially with our unusual schedule. Yeah, that time's pretty precious with him and probably watching a Netflix show (laughs) and then trying to just, yeah, wind down and get as much sleep as possible for the next day, like recovery time. Yeah, is that challenging coming down off of a performance and then having to get back up and do it all over again the next day? Yes. Uh, there's, there's just a lot of excitement in the show and your energy levels are up and it's, yeah, it's hard to, every show is special and you're giving a lot and there's a lot of energy both in the audience and on stage. And so, yeah, kind of having six nights of shows a week, it's, it's a lot. And then we have normal company ballet class in the morning, probably around 10.30. So, yeah. And full days of rehearsal after that. Although it's winding down a little bit at this phase in the season. So, 2018 season, your first as a principal dancer. How has that been? Has it been a transition? Has it felt different from your last couple years as a soloist? Um, yes and no. It's, it definitely has felt different, just... Um, a different mentality, I think, for myself, and a lot of things I wish I just already were focusing on before. Um, but it's been very freeing, I think, to have the promotion and that encouragement and security of the title. Um, just going into principal roles has given a lot of opportunities before, and um, but now knowing that those are 
going to continue to come and I can kind of just really go for it in each performance and enjoy it, which I could have done before as well, but it's a little hard to not think about possibly the next step or having that sort of ambition. So, yeah, it's been really freeing and uh, and I think it's been a very reflective year for me. Just um, I've been in the company a long time and so there's choreographers coming back around that I got to work with again this year, like Christopher Wielden and Stanton Welch, and um, that I worked with when I first joined the company, um, either as an, as an apprentice or first-year core. And, um, and then just, yeah, trying to enjoy the year and everything that I've learned through all my opportunities and all the... I don't want to say hardships, but just uh, things that you learn when you grow up and mature in, a, in one place. And yeah. You've also had the opportunity this year to do a lot of different parts and different kinds of parts, right? Starting the season with Sleeping Beauty way back in January, if we can all remember that <laughs> far back. It feels like a long time ago. To. Uh, Serenade, The Cage, um, the new Milpier that you were in, and then, of course, Unbound, which you've been in four of these ballets, kind of crazy amounts of dancing. What has that been like, you know, kind of transitioning through the season and, and switching between the very classical, the neoclassical, the contemporary this year? Uh, I mean, our season is always very diverse and uh, pushes us in a lot of different directions. And then ending with Unbound, of course, has been, I think, the biggest push. Uh, but I'm glad we started with Sleeping Beauty just to get the classical uh, going right away and then getting to kind of break out of that and move into other things. Um, yeah, I... Again, just trying to enjoy and be as present as possible with each piece and each style uh, and just taking what I can from each experience and each person that comes in and sets each ballet or choreographs each ballet. Um, but that's the kind of the great thing that in this company, I feel like in order to... Uh, succeed or keep performing, you have to get used to being versatile and changing it up and so it's great. I was very excited when the mixed rep programs came up and yeah. So mixed rep unbound. You're in four. Can you tell us a little bit about the four that you're in? We saw one tonight, of course. Um two are on program C. Yes. And the last one is yes. program A, right? Yes. Just a little, a little quick description of each of the four, maybe. Uh, well, tonight, what you saw was uh, we worked with Dwight Roden, and that was a beautiful process. I just, I loved being in the studio uh, with him. I felt like he was very passionate towards the work and communicated a lot of what he wanted out of each of us and out of us as a whole. And uh, I loved the way he sort of commanded. Uh, and generated the energy in the room during all those rehearsals. Like, he wanted us to be very invested. Um, and 
felt it was very meaningful towards him uh, just diving into relationships and different dynamics of different relationships and yeah and on program C I'm in Stanton Welch's bespoke and uh, Trey McIntyre's uh, Your Flesh Shall Be a Great Poem <laughs> and uh, with Stanton I got to work with him when I was very young and so it was fun to get back in the studio with him and it really is kind of my mantra backstage which it helps and I, I I think it really does sum up what the ballet is about, is just the joy of dance, and um, and then also dance being just a form of expression of other types of joy in your life. And so, yeah, and it's pretty pure, which is also nice, because going back to, yeah, our season is all over the board, and which is amazing, and then Unbound, you see everything going on, and uh, yeah, it's kind of nice to just get back to the more classical form um, but in a new way and then working with Trey this was my first time uh, working with him and I didn't know what to expect and he was very he's a very calm presence and kind of just earthy and was pretty direct with what he wanted and had this idea for his piece Uh, yeah he came in with a lot of things pretty set and then just sort of tweaked like slight tweaks here and there and saw how we'd move and it's kind of groovy and I just it's really fun to dance it feels like you're I don't know I feel I don't want to say comfortable but just it's a very enjoyable style it looks fun yeah it's super fun fun. and the music we've heard it a billion times now with all the rehearsals and we're still kind of singing it backstage and enjoying it like it's i think that says a lot about the music choice too (laughs) so yeah and christopher wielden christopher wielden one more (laughs) sorry uh yeah christopher wielden he it's really been amazing i think his ballet is so moving for people because it's so relatable and it's something that we all, you know, it's talking about technology and smartphones and kind of the disconnection that it can create between people and, you know, it's something where it's very much a part of all all of our lives now and um, I think just that observation of our society in that way is really fascinating and he is... Yeah, he sticks to his vision. He knew what he wanted, and uh, yeah, he definitely pushes you to get there, get get where he wants it to be. And so, yeah, it's a challenging piece, but it's really been amazing to see the audience's reaction to it. Yeah, it has really... um beautiful, I mean, of course, but has really beautiful movement in it. It's, it's really pleasing as an audience member to watch. So I want to dive in a little bit to Dwight's piece, because of course that's what everyone saw tonight. Can you tell us a little bit about what the process was like? You know, what, when he walked into the room, what did he have? Did he start with movement phrases? Did he start with improvisation? Did he have the music? How did it begin? So he uh, had his partner there and he was uh, Cliff and he showed us pretty substantial sequences like we all learned a lot of the choreography and there's I'm sure as you could see there's a lot of choreography in that ballet um, and so we all learned different sequences and I think it was partially for us to 
get to know his style and his way of moving and his aesthetic, and but then also for him to see us in that movement and also to see how we would react to his feedback and uh, different directions that he'd give. So, yeah, he took a few days to really cast anything. We were just all sort of learning and uh, going back through a lot of different sequences. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he very much encourages full body, uh, like he always says, carving the space with your body. And, uh, yeah. But then also was encouraging to take that movement in our own direction slightly, which I really loved and appreciate. So you said he was really clear about the intention of the ballet. And what was it that he said to you guys about the intention? How, how did he communicate kind of the, it's not a story so much, right? But the, the, underlying. the underlying kind of yeah. themes in there. He wasn't so, I wouldn't say he was so clear with like, this is what this is supposed to mean and this is what this is about. And But he gave a general feeling for each section and sort of, and he was also open to kind of playing with it. And even after he saw two of the shows and after the second one, he came back and he's like, you know, I'm realizing more and more that you and Ulrich are more you have a little more struggle in your relationship and it's more about that dynamic and then Sasha and Ben are a little more of like the honeymoon phase, you know, and, and so he's even evolving what he's realizing about the ballet and how it's coming, uh, reading to him even, but uh, he, yeah, he would talk about like the box section, which is kind of the second section that you'd see and talking kind of about the dynamics of the movement, but also how it would relate in a relationship uh, and kind of where our focus should be in that way. Uh, he, but he never really gave a set storyline. Um, but he did... The biggest concept that he would give us is about, like, Francis and Angelo being more the actual couple, and then, like, my couple and Sasha's couple were different phases or periods of their relationship. Um, so yeah, I think he just gave a lot of food for thought and it wasn't just the billion steps that we were doing, which is also a lot to think about. <laughs> so you alluded to this a little bit just now, but you know, this whole unbound process, right? Everyone was here for this like three, I'm sure you've all heard this, this three intensive weeks over the summer and then they went away and they came back and they had less time on that second trip. How did this ballet, did it seem to change in that kind of putting it back together phase or putting it up on the stage? Did it really sort of stay the same thing that had happened in the studio or did it morph in the last few weeks? Um, it morphed, I mean, naturally, because we put it on stage. It wasn't just in the studio. And yeah, the creative process in the studio during the summer, uh, those periods with each choreographer kind of felt like little summer camps with them and we were in the group and we we're always with our same cast and you're kind of just in that mode fully and you're you're completely devoted and completely focused on this one piece and when we now we our one group has four choreographers and four pieces that we're kind of spreading our focus on um so i think naturally we had to sort of zero in 
and really utilize the time that we were given for each piece. Uh, and then just finding kind of those tricks to keep it really gelled and cohesive. And, and then he, Dwight, was really reiterating where the focus should be and what the intention should be, just so we were all on the same page for each thing and um, just so it would read really well. And then, of course, there were the doors, and we had never worked with those, so that was a little bit of, like, obstacle course. Um, but yeah. Great. So I'm going to ask one more question of you, and then I'm going to open it up to questions from the audience. But we've got, like, five more days of the season. We're all a little, we love it, and we're all a little bit counting down, I think, to the end of it. What are you looking forward to after this season wraps up, either in the layoff period or going into next year? Um, I'm looking forward to resting a little bit and uh, just having time with friends and my husband and traveling a little bit, and I'll be dancing uh, in Southern California, where my family is all there, so they'll get to see one of my shows there. Uh, and then some personal projects that I'm really excited about, and I think it's great to have this amount of time where you can dive into other yeah, personal projects that you have a little more, uh, a different type of input. And so, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Any questions for Jen from the audience? Yes, right here. I'll repeat the question real quick. So the question is, you'll be down in Southern California this summer. When and where, what are you working on down there? Uh, I'll be dancing uh, with Orange County Ballet Theater on May 25th. And it's a Swan Lake suite. So it'll, just, it'll be the Black Swan Parada. Uh, and yeah, and that's in Irvine at the Irvine Barclay Theater, if anyone would like to come. <laughs> anyway, yes, right here. The question is, how do you take care of your feet? Or perhaps even broader, how do you take care of your body during this whole season? Uh, I've been taking more Epsom baths. Uh, definitely, that helps a lot. I usually am living in my Dansko clogs. Um, those are really helpful therapeutic shoes um, for my feet specifically. We have amazing therapists through our wellness program. So I get a massage, uh, hopefully once a week unless something happens, but that's my biggest form of preventative care and therapy. So, Yeah, yeah, we have doctors that come in to the ballet uh, weekly, sometimes twice a week, and checking in with different dancers, and yeah, we have a lot of different types of care givers available to us. Right here. So we're very lucky. <laughs> so the question is, can you walk us through your day? Sure. Uh, well, it depends. If we're performing, then we'll have class around 10.30 or 11. And then with a performance day, we're only supposed to rehearse two hours. Uh, but a lot of times it ends up being three or maybe more, <laughs> depending how much needs to happen. Uh, and then we at least have an hour for lunch or like between. Uh, but... Sometimes you'll have rehearsal a couple hours and then you'll be done until the show. And if the show starts at 7.30 and you're in the first piece 
or like tonight I was in the second piece and I got to the theater around 5.30 just to have time to hair and makeup, rewarm up, just have the time of focusing in and having enough time to stay calm. For me, it's the worst to feel rushed. Um, and yeah, be ready and warm to go. Uh, but on when we're not performing, then we'll have an hour and 15 minute class in the morning. That's every day. And then we'll have six hours of rehearsals, possibly, uh, with like three hours, an hour for lunch, and then another three hours of rehearsal. And rehearsals vary. Uh, it's just, we have a incredible strategic manager who somehow figures out everyone's different schedule and casting and puzzles it all together every single day. So it varies. Thank you, Alan. Yes, over here. <laughs> so the question is, what is a role you would like to revisit and what is one that you have not done yet that you'd love to do? Uh, let's see. Uh, you know, I don't know if it'll ever come back, but <laughs> I would love to tackle the Rite of Spring at some point again. Um, <laughs> thank you. Uh, that was just a very special role, and uh, yeah, but let's see, um, a dream role, you know, something that's been on my mind a lot because it's coming next year <laughs> is the mermaid, <laughs> so, and yeah, I've always loved that ballet, and when I was, yeah, I think it's an incredible role with a lot of different demands artistically, so I think that'd be I'd be very lucky to get to do that. All right, I see one right here. <laughs> That'd be nice, actually. <laughs> Question yeah. is about diet and nutrition and keeping yourself healthy. Yeah, I mean, everyone's different depending on what they need. I think most dancers, or at least I'll speak for myself, I think getting a good amount of protein and fruits and vegetables are the best. Um, I take a multivitamin every day. Um, probiotics and I during the season just because we're working so much and sweating and I think like iron intake and vitamin c and just making sure everything's like vitamin d because we're not <laughs> you're not, not ever outside, outside. um yeah uh but everyone's different we yeah it's just fueling your body like oatmeal in the morning is great yeah plenty of water electrolytes Electrolytes are big. Yeah. All right. One last question over here. Question is, uh, does Jen find herself drawn to other movement or dance-related projects outside of this or um, other kinds of art? Uh, definitely both. I, I love when dance is merged with other art forms. I think that's so fascinating and so fun and I mean, like, Unbound, so many different art forms coming together between the music and the set designs and the costumes. And uh, so, yeah, I think the more creative minds coming together that I can be a part of and, yeah, just experiencing different types of projects. And, yeah, I, I guess mostly I've been involved with dance and movement-related projects, but I'm definitely interested and fascinated by other art forms yeah who knows I, I like being able to grow with different opportunities so I don't know <laughs> 
All right. And I think that is about what we have time for this evening. Thank you guys all for being here with us. And thank you to Jen. Thank you for staying late. (laughs) Have a good night, everybody. Thanks for listening to San Francisco Ballet's Meet the Artist podcast. For more podcasts and other audience engagement programming, check out sfballet.org slash explore.